our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. grand jury has declined to indict Deshaun Watson on criminal charges. Hayden Winks, what does this mean? So there is two different versions of this. We have the criminal matters and we have the civil matters and the legal system works in two different ways and how much evidence that's required to charge uh, somebody is different. When it comes to criminal matters, there's a lot more evidence that needs to go into play. The grand jury today basically decided we don't have a good enough case against this, so there's no point in moving on. That does not mean Deshaun Watson is innocent. It just means that they didn't think that they had enough evidence to prove him. So this is a to two totally different things. It also means that the civil case, uh, maybe it's a little bit lower chance of something coming from the civil cases, but the civil case could call him guilty. Um, it's two totally different things. And then the next step after that even is the NFL standards and the NFL standards are even lower uh, because the NFL is just looking at, do we have enough evidence for us? There's no barrier. It's just what, and basically to them, it's like, did this hurt the league? And I think the answer right. to that is yes. So big picture here. He is not innocent. He is not guilty either. Us doing this podcast from thousands of miles away. We have no idea what actually happened here. But we know that the NFL, this was big news because NFL teams, uh, I think there's going to be some teams that are going to say he's not being pressed criminally. And at least we can kind of move on um, from the team perspective, whether that's right or wrong. Should we dive into those possible teams now? Let's do it. Let's do it. I think there are five teams that seem the most motivated to trade for Deshaun Watson. And I'll reiterate that things will probably move quickly now. You know, this I'm sure so many teams were waiting on this day to happen to see if things were going to be set in motion, especially the free agency around the window and then multiple big time trades that have happened the last week as well. Also need to throw in the caveat that Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause, so he will 100 percent have input in this decision. As weird as that is, he will have a major say in where his next landing spot is. All right, let's rank them. The first team that from the outside looking in seems the most motivated to me, Josh Norris, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have a Super Bowl caliber roster. Tom Brady retired from the Buccaneers, maybe not from the NFL, but at least the Buccaneers. And I believe that they want to prove that they still can win without Tom and everything 
other than a few agents that they'll lose here and there. And Ali Marpet, who retired, is still in place, Hayden, that was able to win it all just a couple seasons ago. Yeah, I've seen some reports that what's important to him is offensive line, the coaching staff, and the defense. And obviously, the Bucks have at least some of those compared to some of the other teams. But I think this is the key part is the no trade clause. Just because the Eagles and the Seahawks have a ton of assets does not mean that they should be ranked number one or number two on this list. I still think those teams are still should be on this list. They will be. Uh, but uh, like you said, Deshaun Watson somehow has a lot of power um, in these trade talks still. Right. And when you compare that team to maybe some of these other teams, I would at least assume if winning is a priority that Deshaun might sign off on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Number two, the Carolina Panthers. They have easily shown the most interest in Deshaun Watson. That's dating back like 365 days ago. I think David Tepper is someone who would be willing to make this move. There have been reports in December that they were the only team out there that would be will- would have been willing to trade for him even if the civil cases were not settled. Um, now, that interest probably is still sustained. Take multiple, multiple first-round picks. We know the Panthers absolutely need a quarterback, but the end tag to this is would Deshaun sign off on that? And my perspective is they would have to be one of maybe just one or two teams in order for Deshaun to sign off on a trade to Carolina uh, because somehow, Hayden, they are in a worse spot probably now than they were a year ago to kind of pitch themselves to him. Yeah, I mean, they their coaching staff over there seems very uh, hit and miss. And obviously, the offensive line's among the worst in the league. But it is close to Clemson, of course, which has to have some say into all this i'm curious why you have have them over the eagles i I always i immediately keep going back to the eagles but i'm curious what your thoughts on them we'll get to them in a moment and speaking of the panthers just quickly there is a little belief that because cam and deshaun are so close that part of the reason in bringing back cam to you know have some finality in the good graces of how that era finished in carolina was then to get on deshaun watson's good side, but I'm not part of that conspiracy theory. Just want to throw that out there because I know someone in the comments is going to mention it. Yeah, I know you someone see will. the place for conspiracy theories. I'm sure that they <laughs> definitely had that on the, on the list. Number three, the Seattle Seahawks, Daniel Jeremiah move the sticks himself has mentioned that multiple league sources expect Deshaun to end up in Seattle. One, they're on an NFC side Two, They just trade away their longtime quarterback in Russell Wilson And no matter what you think of Pete Carroll and John Schneider and how they've declined in recent years, the Seahawks in general, I'm not going to say this was a dynasty, Hayden, but this was a a very winning franchise over the last five to 10 years. Those are difficult to find. Like they do things well, they do things right. And even without Bobby Wagner and a few other pieces, they still have great wide receivers in potentially a place that Deshaun might want to go to. Yeah, and we always, right when we heard about the Russell Wilson trade, we were kind of curious, like, why Pete Carroll would want to hang around for a rebuild. Well, maybe they had this coming back a couple of weeks. We know that the trade talks initially talked uh, between the Broncos and Seahawks lasted weeks ago, so maybe they had some insights here, too. Four, Philadelphia Eagles. Most notably, they have three first-round picks. Also, they were in on the Russell Wilson deal, but he wanted to go to the Denver Broncos. 
I don't, I mean, I think Howie Roseman is someone who is very aggressive in instances like this. They like Jalen Hurts, how he likes Jalen Hurts, but not to the point where they will limit themselves to that caliber of quarterback. If there is someone that is out there in their eyes that they believe is someone to build around for the next five to 10 years, that is top, top tier at the quarterback position, then they surely will be aggressive for it. But I think we've kind of read between the lines here that maybe their interest has popped up or they haven't been a hundred percent committed from like top down in the organization where they just keep floated out there. And maybe that's also from Deshaun's end where he just might not want to end up in Philadelphia as well. I don't see why the Eagles wouldn't have some interest if they were able to clear Deshaun Watson from these allegations. Of course, Um, I have no insight on that, but I know that they have the picks. They also have Jalen hurts to throw back to the tight or to the Texans and some of the other teams do not have an asset like that to bandaid the quarterback position. So, uh, I would guess that the Eagles would have some um, interest. Joe Banner, who is the president of this same franchise, he wrote in a column that he thought that the Eagles were the favorite to land hmm. Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he has any insights um, about their thoughts on Deshaun Watson, but I think that they are certainly deserved to be on this like top five list. All right, let's finish it out. Number five, and a little surprise thrown in here, the Cleveland Browns. I am certain that Andrew Barry... Kevin Stefanski want to improve on Baker Mayfield, despite what they might be putting out in media circles. And this is a clear opportunity to do so. Like Andrew Barry comes from this mindset that is very analytical and they know roster value, positional value, and that the number one spot to improve your roster and improve your win loss column is at the quarterback position. Players like Deshaun Watson don't come around very often. So it wouldn't shock me at all if Cleveland is up there and really hiding in the shadows of a team that wants to be very, very aggressive here. But I keep saying this. The caveat is if Deshaun Watson wants to end up in Cleveland, whereas the only place he wanted to end up was with with the Miami Dolphins. But it seems like Chris Greer has vocally said that, hey, we are out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Yeah, it really seems like the Dolphins are out. The Browns on paper from a football standpoint, it makes sense to make the big swing. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. It sounds like this is gonna happen, I would say days, maybe a week or two at the most. Right. I think it's gonna be days. And that this was the big hurdle. And just going back to the beginning discussion here, the I think the criminal thing is what the NFL cares about. I do not, I personally do not think that's what I would not be trading for Deshaun Watson. I do not think that's what should be happening here. I do not think that he is necessarily innocent because of today. But I think that from the NFL team standpoint, this was the big hurdle. Um, It seems like there's a a possibility that he's going to settle these civil cases maybe in early April. Um, That judge wants to speed this thing up because it's been dragging on for so long. But I think both of you and I agree this yep. is a absolutely ridiculous thing to trade for, even with today's news. Um, the allegations, when there's 22 of them, when there's so many details coming out from them, um, all the football stuff seems like such a um, small place placement in this grand uh, big picture of things. And the other thing is, just historically, these type of cases are so hard to finally get a conviction on because the evidence has to be so high and that's why so many of these women do not come forward so it's not just about these women there's other women out there 
as well. And that's like a big part of this entire story. It's not just about football. It is clearly uh, way, way, way beyond any of this. Yeah, very well said. And hopefully people understand why I went on to list five teams because a trade does seem inevitable at this point. And a suspension can still happen, but four to six to eight to 10 games, whatever it is, that's not going to stay in the way of any of these teams because they're thinking five to seven to 10 years down the road. Yeah, one final prediction on, on the suspension front, just some precedent to go over. Big Ben, Ezekiel Elliott, neither of them were, were charged criminally. Uh, the NFL and their own investigations found enough ed- evidence to suspend them from six games. Um, Adam Schefter, when he posted his video uh, an hour ago, he said that some some people around the league think it might be more than that just because of how serious these allegations were when they're dealing with 22 different alleged victims. Those were more one-off cases with Ezekiel Elliott in Big Ben. So I would not be surprised if it's eight games. I'm also not sure if the NFL is going to say, hey, he sat out last year and we don't want to double count that. To me, they weren't disciplining him. That They right. could just say, Deshaun, you were sitting out because of contract reasons, uh, he was trade still getting reasons, paid, and you got paid for it. So we're still going to suspend you. So I think that uh, for this year, he's. I'm guessing he's probably going to play, but in the back half of the year, I'm expecting an eight-game suspension, but these teams don't care. Like These teams just ready to go for the long term. Five years from now, this is going to be um, a more of a minor story in their eyes, and that's all they care about. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. We'll be here doing videos just like this one during free agency week when all the big moves go on. Appreciate you all tuning in. Talk to you soon.